Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third, and I'm Jack Allison. And today we're doing an episode. I'm I'm v- very excited about. I did not know I would be excited to do this episode, but I am so. The release of a Star Wars movie has now become good again. Like with Solo and this movie, I actually think that Star like Star Wars in its like total crashing and burning like is now fun uh, uh, to to be a part of again. Show me the corpse. Show me the corpse. I want to see this dead body because to be clear, Star Wars is dead. It's been it dead. is dead. And but. When you go into that this this new film, Star yeah. Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, with the knowing that Star Wars is dead, knowing that this is fan fiction, it doesn't count. Or as Bugman says, it's a bootleg. It's a bootleg with no real connection. It's just not real. Like it truly, you can't. I mean, this movie and Solo, but this movie especially is like a complete unmooring from the idea that this could even conceivably be real. Well, I mean, like, I ki- get your fucking head straight if you think that, I don't know. Well, Jack, I, I kind of disagree because I actually enjoyed this movie going in uh-huh. with the appropriate Star Wars is Dead mindset. <laughs> and what I saw in this film is... What did how the Disney Star Wars films could have possibly been? They never could have been real, but they could have been enjoyable and decent because J.J. Abrams tries to shove an entire trilogy of plots into this one film. And and the, but the thing is, and and this is the key. It's like the main focus is on the new characters. I think the original sin of these sequels was trying to like wrap up the old character storylines, and uh, while introducing these new characters and having to deal with all of that stuff. Well, when you start this film, like all the old characters are basically dead, except for uh, Carrie Fisher, who. The scenes with her are awful, but uh, that they keep wow. using and we'll get grotesque. Into that. That, is, yeah. that is that is. Maybe I'm maybe I'm saying too much. Grotesque. But I like from a first impression, like I actually actually on the whole enjoyed this film, and it's the only of the bootleg Star Wars movies that I think anyone there ever needs to watch. I don't think you, you can burn every copy of Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, <laughs> Solo, Rogue One. Just watch this one if yeah, you need to see I, I, a new Star Wars. That's and then that's You it. don't need to see a new Star Wars. No, no, no. If, that's really no, no, the no. long and short of it. No, you no, don't no. need to see any well, of these. Well, you know, as you know, just something on the background. Some people, sure. some people are going to want to see a new a Star Wars thing. I'm saying, like, don't go and think you need to watch the entire fucking Disney saga. I mean, look, just watch this one, and let's that's be fine. honest. I mean, sure, I think I, we can speak to the idea that this is a failed trilogy. This might honestly be the worst film trilogy ever made. <laughs> I on I truly think this might be the worst film trilogy and least cohesive tr- like film trilogy that has ever been done. I can't think of a worse one. I can't think of a worse like pairing of three movies see, than <laughs> See the thing is for me is that The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are so unbad and unreal and don't count 
that I don't I when I was watching this, I didn't even have them in mind. I wasn't trying to piece together, oh, this is following up so and so story with this and that. Like, no, I was able to watch this as if this was the first, last, and only Disney Star Wars sequel. And coming from from that perspective, I was kind of like, okay. All right. It might bye. as well be. It might as well be. It might as well be. But look, this is Disney Star Wars writ large. This is what it is. Like here we are. We're in like meaning. We're in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. It's like, the Pirates, it's of, the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. It doesn't make any sense. There's no internal logic or consistency. No, it doesn't make it's any just sense. a fucking theme park ride. Like Martin Scorsese said. Yes. Like this legit is a theme park ride like this moves quick enough and tries to be fast enough, just like Force Awakens, which, by the way, we can litigate a little later on all the people who loved Force Awakens when it came out and yeah. now are being <laughs> are like, now mad. JJ over this. That's I'm like, so funny. I mean, yeah. it's the exact same thing. Yeah, this is the exact <laughs> same thing. You just all fell for it before and didn't fall for it this time. The only one true way to be Leslie and you know this and we've talked about this on the show before is that disney star wars is not real yeah. there's no taking pieces of it there's no watch this movie watch that movie this part of solo is good it's all it's not it's all in the trash bin every last jack, bit of it jack there's only one person on the planet defending solo and he's in your mentions you have to keep breaking it up that's that <laughs> one guy keeps trying to tell you he's gaslighting you jack no one else is talking about solo nobody you will but yeah I, but the last jedi defenders man they were on one last jedi this. defenders are really on one last but, jedi uh, defenders you are lost really two i'm sorry to say like this movie is a lot better than the last jedi it's a lot better it's a lot more fun than the last jedi i I don't agree, and I actually think I hate Last Jedi, um, but I think that this Star Wars movie, uh, I think, is the worst one ever because it's the Star Wars with the least imagination of any Star Wars movie, uh, and it's a it's a Star Wars that makes the least sense of any Star Wars movie. Last Jedi is 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 hugely flawed. It's hugely flawed, and the Last Jedi defenders. Are 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 like they're like the Heaven's Gate people or something. Oh, like yeah, they are out awful. of their fucking minds. Definitely the worst um, fans. But I uh, think the, that, the really bad ones, not the good ones who listen to this show, obviously. But let's get back to it. Rise of Skywalker is the worst Star Wars movie. Really, I see. I don't think so. I think I think it's by far the best of the Disney, Disney ones. Star Wars. Oh, like absolutely. Like maybe it was you know going in the mindset because when you go and sit down for the Force Awakens. Even though you know George Lucas isn't involved, you think it might be a real Star Wars, so that makes it a lot more <laughs> so a mindset pointing. The Last Jedi is just like a ugly fucking dour downer of a film where like Luke Skywalker is a piece of shit who doesn't do anything. Like there's nothing that offensive in the Rise of Skywalker. And I also wasn't expecting it to be any good. So it's just like, yeah, it's Pirates of the Caribbean with Star Wars skins on it. And like yeah. I can sit that through it's more offensive to me. It's more oh. offensive <laughs> to me than Ryan taking a big swing and missing. It's not a big uh, swing. It was not a big swing. It's a, he tried at it. Well, here's the thing with Ryan and Last Jedi 
is that he tried at a big swing. It's and not then he a got, big swing. And then he got refuted every step of the way by Disney notes process and executives and stuff like that. And he doesn't want to acknowledge that. And neither do all of his defenders want, want to acknowledge that either, is that he wanted to try for these bigger ideas. Then he had to stifle them and do them in like a 60 percent way uh, because they like wouldn't let him do all that stuff. And it just doesn't work. Jack, it I 100 percent disagree. I think. Neither J.J. nor Ryan have a single idea about Star Wars that's worth putting on screen or committing. I think Ryan's they, got a lot of wrong ideas about Star Wars, no, but I no. think he's trying to express them. I know. I don't think he has anything to say about Star Wars and Star Wars Universe that's worth hearing. They just took jobs. Maybe it's they, not worth hearing. They took jobs. That was it. They sure. asked him to do Star Wars, and they took the job. Other directors were smart enough to turn it down because Star Wars isn't their thing. These, This is like... Well, I, this I, is, I do disagree because like Ryan is trying to throw in these themes and stuff and they're said explicitly, and I I don't like them and i think that they're annoying and so i agree with you that they don't like need to be on film but ryan was trying to like make a statement more than jj was what is what is the statement it's, it's important to leave the past behind that's not a statement that doesn't mean anything that literally but that means... is like what he's trying he's trying to make a statement like he actually was he was like trying to make Jack, a statement i don't think that, that, that they made means him pull back and then read and then well what do you mean it, leave the past behind. What does that mean? What does that mean in any practical sense? Ryan's trying to set up in Last Jedi that it's like not all about lineage and that like anybody can be a Jedi. And but that, that it's was not already all about the Skywalkers. The but I that know, was, but that this was is him like trying to say it. I mean, this is him trying to like set up in the new sequel trilogy and in the Disney, you know, sequel trilogy that like this is not going to be all about lineage. Like everyone can be a Jedi. And, you know, this is, you know, this widening out of the idea of what it means to be a Jedi. And look, I'm like, but how is not that, that into it? I don't... How is that? I, I just don't understand. Like people say that all the time. I don't understand. What does that mean? Everybody can be a Jedi. Everybody could already be a Jedi. There was, I mean, like, I do agree with that too. I agree with that too. I mean, I think it is like, also, by the way, Last Jedi was like, in many ways, a weird, like, these movies are very reactionary to the previous movie in a very weird way. Like, yeah, this is Ryan, like, making a statement on The Force Awakens. Yes, uh, that's uh, the only more idea. More than it is him, like, really making a statement on, like, Star Wars as a whole. Exactly. Uh, uh, exactly. But, I mean, I do think he was trying to make that statement. And so, I, while I do agree with you that it's like, yeah, the prequels make that statement and the rest of the EU makes that statement. And it's always been about uh, uh, everyone can be a Jedi. Ryan was trying to make this statement on jj's movie on force awakens that he's like oh we teased that like you know ray is going to be related to someone but she's not and you know we set up a new emperor but that's not the bad guy and this yeah. time he's not going to just be the sidekick to the emperor he's really going to be the main bad guy himself it's kylo ren the emperor and vader at once so, or whatever so maybe a better way to say is uh, Ryan Johnson had nothing to say about anything except Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's the only... Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's just like a waste of time. I agree with me, that. And me. then I think that this movie had very little say to say beyond... What it had to say about the Last Jedi? To be honest, I, I, with I, I I don't think that's really fair. I think he just went back to like what he set up in the Force Awakens, and that was fine. And you actually don't need to watch the Force Awakens to understand. Uh, I mean, this I do movie. agree with that. It's like a very weird like 
this trilogy is really the worst. It really is the worst of all time. Uh, uh, to like, wa- I did watch these movies this week. By the way, like I watched Force that, Awakens. I think that was a huge mistake. I think that I was did a it. huge mistake. Why? What? Because this film, this new one, this new one, new is just JJ trying to do it all in one. All three in one. If you try to yeah, piece and he these fails together, miserably. I, it's like it's it's so bad as a result of that, and it makes no sense. Oh, at it all. makes no sense. But what I'll say is, there's more things I like in this film than the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi. <laughs> like combined, I hate these 10. movies so much. <laughs> I hate all of them so much. So tell me what you like. What you like well, in well, this movie? Was, well, I like Finn. I like Finn. I like Poe. I like Ray when they're to, I don't like when the po. characters I don't like po. are when the characters actually well, Poe is a dick, but you know, when the characters are all actually together for the first time in the fucking Star Wars trilogy, that's feels actually unearned. It really feels unearned to me. Like you see them and they're doing this kind of like JJ fucking Joss Whedon quippy stuff and I'm like Hey, hey, don't put really... this on Joss. Don't put this on Joss. This is <laughs> yeah, JJ. Well, it's it's, it still it's is worse than Joss. <laughs> okay, it's JJ. It's JJ. Yeah. He's doing this JJ. They're doing this JJ. Oh yeah, quippy. the humor sucks. Like they're like they're like kind of mean to each other. I'm like, I don't know how did these people know each other at all like i have not seen this relationship between them and we're meant to have this kind of like shorthand for understanding how they're all this way to each other and i'm like i don't know these fucking people like i don't know what they how they like each other yeah that's the pro- that's the problem you have to pretend like last jedi didn't exist and it's just some side story because that was supposed to be the movie where they actually you know get to know each other hang out Earn, do some adventures together, and Brian Johnson just like gave put up a script that like had no character development, just nothing except like maybe a little bit of Raylo, and that's it. But if you if you go in like with the assumption that oh this is a movie featuring three characters, they're supposed to know each other. I'm sure they have some backstories. Maybe there's a comic book about it. Like it was actually nice to finally see them like all together going on an adventure together hang out for the first time for the first time in the star disney star wars trilogy care a group of characters go on who like each other kind of go on an adventure together that's look that's the best thing that's happened in them i can give you that i can give you that jj was like, finally, I get to have the character dynamics that I was trying to set up in the pilot episode of this TV show. Yeah. <laughs> that for some reason, the writers decided in the next the subsequent episodes that they were not going to use those characters yeah. that were set up. I don't know why uh, uh, he decided to do that. But look, I, I watched um, I watched uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, uh, I've watched a lot of Star Wars very recently. You know what I mean? I, I just recently watched uh, New Hope. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, um, Force Awakens, and Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. And so looking at Empire compared to Last Jedi, Last Jedi doesn't like these characters and like doesn't want to show them together. People point to, like, well, Empire had them like separated the entire time. I mean, like, well... 
Empire had like Luke with Yoda, and that's like an iconic character and like great, absolutely great scenes. And even if you want to hand Ryan the scenes with like Ray and Luke, I wouldn't because I don't like those scenes. But even if you're someone who like likes those scenes, that's just like one half of this movie or whatever. The other half of what happens in Empire Strikes Back is like Han uh, and Leia and C-3PO and Chewbacca. They go to Cloud City. We're with Billy D. Williams and Lando. These are like incredible incredible scenes with like very charismatic characters like interacting with each other like we actually are in uh empire strikes back seeing all the characters we love like going on an adventure together and working together to like get through a situation last jedi is this super weird treatise on like 2016 era twitter you know politics <laughs> um, i don't even want to give it that much credit i, I, I <laughs> the stuff that happens on the ship is that and happens in a weird Battlestar galactica set and then the stuff that happens with finn i think that john boyega who's a cool guy and i like and i've like watched his red car i've watched red carpet interviews with all these people and boyega is like the guy who's just like i don't you know people if they don't like it that's fine it was like cool to be in the movie and i hope the fans like it i'm like Godspeed. I like you. You know what I mean? He was well within his rights to be like, I think that what happened in the second movie was not that exciting uh, for, you know, character development for me. I mean, if you actually watch that second movie, this is Finn wakes up after one night of being in a coma. He was in a normal sleep sleeping amount of time in a coma. Uh, He wakes up and then like immediately goes on a like find the item adventure that actually really doesn't track or make any kind of sense and, at all. And it ends up getting everybody killed, basically. And ends up getting everybody killed because he's, like, trying to, uh, uh, you know, undercut everything. Zero character development in any way yeah. for Finn. So I think what you're... What I'm coming... So you're approaching this as you're trying to sum up the trilogy. I, I just, like, I really view, viewed this movie in complete isolation. Like, you asked me what I like about it. You mentioned Billy D. Williams is in this movie. And he's sure. great. He's great. He, and it's, uh, if I am going to tie it to the trilogy, it's the best performance of the old characters, like by far. And sure. best, you know, I'm glad they cut out the stuff about him secretly being the father of the um, former oh, Storm- Story Bliss or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. She was a cool character. I'm glad they did not try to Although, make why her. Although, while you're in- introducing brand new characters in Act 3 of the third movie of your trilogy, I don't know, but whatever. Well, see, this is the thing. It's not, this is the trilogy. This movie was the trilogy all in one. All in one. This is- well, this is, this is the acknowledgement, and like Kathy Kennedy says, she's like, we're not doing trilogies anymore. Like, this is the bridge movie of them just being outright, like, like they're setting up that Finn is a Jedi in the third act yeah. of the third movie. They're, like, foreshadowing. This is just the third episode of a television show. The episodes are not trilogies anymore. They're television episodes. Well, like, I, I, it's not to go back to Last Jedi, but there was hints of it in The Force Awakens that were the completely dropped in the next one i think the big it was a big mistake i mean as bad as jj is can anyone honestly say it wouldn't have been better if he did all three can anyone honestly say it wouldn't have been just better more coherent it would have been more cohesive yeah, it would have been more coherent if like, he just made sense just like, yeah, made like, all three I, I would have hated it so deeply and in, in such a different and special way i and think like... i would i would have personally hated it more 
if it was it would have been so cynical but but it, now it's like truly <laughs> the worst trilogy ever made like it would be like his trilogy it would be like oh it's nice and clean like you know people really it would be more annoying because people would like like it more yes. as a trilogy and stuff like that uh, but it definitely would be better what we have now is actually like a a like a three-headed beast like <laughs> like this is the least coherent trilogy of all time and this movie look leslie you keep saying that you like this movie this movie opens well i with I, I don't the say most, it's good like the pacing <laughs> of the first five minutes of this movie like where we're like in kylo ren we're in slow motion fast motion slow it's like 300 and he's killing a bunch yeah, of faceless yeah. people to find a box that he pulls a, <laughs> a triangle out of and then we're in the triangle and he's going to a special place where the emperor is and the emperor's like I've been every voice. Look, here's all the snokes. Like this <laughs> is a this is and then like a thousand ships that all have death stars I know, on it's them awful. out of the dirt. This is like a like this is like a like a this is like a dream sequence. It's like the most it is, movie. It, it is the, because, but he's doing all the work that's supposed to have been set up in like the second movie in like the first five minutes of this. Uh, it's movie. true, but in the second, I mean, like I'm also like JJ is bailing. He has bailed completely. Like we're set up in this situation at the end of the second. Who gives a fuck? The skit, the the the, the fucking trilogy doesn't make sense. Yeah. Jack, you know what? I just just right now noticed. The title, the official, seemingly the official titles, unless Ryan uh, Tomatoes is getting it wrong, of this film is not Star Wars Episode Eight: Rise of Skywalker. It's just Star Wars Ri The Rise of Skywalker. Well, I think that that was the case with Force Awakens, too. And that came out no, in no, Star Force, Wars no, The For Force Awakens. Uh, no, Star Wars The Force Awakens still has, like, officially Episode Seven: The Force mm. Awakens. The Last Jedi does not. So what if... It's not in episodes anymore. They're gonna do like <laughs> what they did. Remember, George added episode four to uh, yes. Star Wars. He added episode four, A New Hope. They're gonna go back and remove the episode yeah. names from all of them, <laughs> and it's just now. It's just everything's a Star Wars. It's Star Wars like Ray's little yeah. adventure. <laughs> but man, I I really just I I in like you mentioned the introducing the new characters at the last minute and, uh, and making Finn a Jedi at the last minute. I think Finn should have been a fucking Jedi. And I like, I agree and I think, in the second movie. Yeah. yeah. And I like the new characters that they introduced very briefly. Carrie Russell's character is like the coolest looking character. Like I've ever fucking seen. Like I, it's I, a little Marvel, little Marvel oh, to me, but I think she looks a little, she looks a little Iron Man to my, for my turn, but I think she looks fucking cool. I think the like new, like the, the turn, the, stormtroopers and all their shit looks really cool i i i just don't like the the biggest problems i had with this movie was having to stare at fucking adam driver's face all day and then at daisy ridley trying to act like the problem the big problem i had is like this film really does center on you being like a Raylo stand which <laughs> i when i can't stand either of those characters but i will say by the end adam driver wins me over completely when he turns i was so on board with fucking ben solo coming back and then he fucking dies my, i mean my, come on. My, yes i mean it's the funniest shit ever look but but, but i'll say this <laughs> okay. my wife I, i'll my say this my wife said the brilliant idea would have made this film like so much better it should have been ray who died and ben solo who lived and has to and goes to tattooing that 
would have been a so much better ending. He that like that then you go like, oh right, he is the last Skywalker. She well, gives she anymore. she's the Palpatine. She's a Palpatine. She dies. She has to sacrifice herself because she whatever the fuck. But she gives him a chance to redeem himself, and that's the future. How and the I, new Skywalker's a Palpatine. Annoying. Who got all the power? Who just had all the powers by default? <laughs> and, and the last Skywalker died by uh, by bringing her back to life by kissing her, and then he died, he from, died. From, from that. Yeah. So um, let's talk about what happens in this movie. <laughs> uh, the The Emperor is alive again. And Ian uh, McDermott is great again in this. Yeah, but the I'm makeup's s- not good, and they have a fucking strobe light on his face for every single shot. It's like he, he's like off camera for most of it, and they give weird black. He's like got weird black lipstick on. It's like very Ian McDermott is great. I love him. I love him. He's so good. I I apologize to you, Ian, for saying that George Lucas should have had you buried with the sets from the prequels, <laughs> um, because I I don't find that this you know over the top performance in the bootleg to be that of a real betrayal i think it's actually fine whatever it's fine it's like he's like what the fuck uh who's the squid-faced man in pirates of the caribbean he's like uh whoever that is in pirates of the caribbean like just uh i don't know whatever uh so then we're on to uh we're on to poe and the rest of them and finn all the friends the best friends Doing light speed skipping, which is uh, just a dire sequence, a really bad and boring oh yeah, that was really didn't make any sense. That sucks and breaks and, and breaks really Star Wars and and it breaks Star Wars and sucks. So we're right off to the bat, like like JJ is completely just not doesn't give a shit, doesn't give a fuck. JJ doesn't care at all. He didn't learn anything from Star Trek Into Darkness when he like broke death in the Star Trek universe forever by saying yeah. that all you need is a blood transfusion from Khan and you get to come back to life. And he does the same things like, oh, you don't need to calculate where you're going when you're doing um, jumping to light speed and you can do it instantaneously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only bad thing that will happen is that you might burn up your ship as opposed your to ship, as, like, catches on fire. as opposed to like you know, coming out, um, being in the, existing in the same space as like a meteorite, and everyone on the board of the ship uh, dies immediately. Nothing matters. Nothing matters anymore. So let's just right off the bat, truly like the first word of the crawl are like the dead speak. Emperor Palpatine's alive, and he's been sending out a podcast to everyone <laughs> in the galaxy. Wookie dokie. <laughs> you know why I don't have a problem with that? Because it's actually a Star Wars thing to like jump ahead. So he sure. jumped ahead. Sure. Unlike I the last that. Jedi, which did not ahead in the last Jedi. Should have jumped ahead in the last Jedi. But yeah. you know where that announcement actually went out? Where? Do you know you don't know, Jack? Oh, this is what? this is wonderful. This bro- the broadcast actually was broad- oh. broadcast in Fortnite. In Fortnite. Yeah, I heard about that. Palpatine invaded Fortnite and broadcast his threat to the galaxy. (laughs) So this all kicked off when Palpatine sent out a message to Fortnite (laughs) saying that he was looking for Kylo Ren. (laughs) 
Uh, then Kylo Ren finds. I don't mind a time jump. I do think that their handling of the Emperor being back and just like it makes no sense. The, it makes the no total sense hand wave of him like I've died before. There's a line in this where Poe Dameron says it's actually the funniest, most JJ line I've ever heard in my life. He like comes in, he's like somehow. The emperor is alive. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and and again, like, if they had, like, turned these into three movies, there's, it's absolutely possible that they could have set up the emperor coming back in a way that made sense. They could have maybe even said, like, I think one of the big, big fucking mistakes that made, and this is JJ's fault, not Ryan's, is what the first order is which is supposed it started off as a secretive terror cell that somehow overnight had a fleet that could take Mm. over the entire galaxy in the new Mm. republic new republic (laughs) just does not exist in this trilogy and definitely doesn't exist in the rise of skywalker there is just no government there's four planets in this trilogy, and one of them was the famous Hosnian Prime, which was blown up by Starkiller Base in Force Awakens. Uh... It, but it's just such, such a bizarre setup. So, like where, like Star Wars, even though it's a fan, it's a fantasy. You know, it makes sense. Like the like uh, George Lucas actually said, you know, where did the Empire come from? Like, no, it started off as as a democracy. It didn't just get taken over by these other people. It was handed away um, by the uh, by the politicians to the emperor. So that's why you have. That's why the emperor empire had all those ships, all those soldiers all that control on every single planet is because they took over from uh, the Republic. I mean, they didn't take over because they were the Republic. It was, were it, the Republic. It was the same yeah. thing. And so in the EU, Jar Jar actually brought the vote <laughs> to the Senate. So sad. So sad how these things happen. Yes. Uh, so meaningful. Yeah. Really. When you plan a trilogy ahead of time <laughs> and something like that can happen and be so impactful. Yes. But we we don't need to really litigate that. We, we know we know we know you know yeah, we're you right. Can, you can actually show how it's done twice. You can actually do a trilogy by the seat of your pants, like he did with the original trilogy, and still stick the landing. Yeah, but with with one strong creative voice, you know, kind with of with one strong creative voice, and then you can also do the pre-planned trilogy. Where the whole thing is mapped out ahead of time, and you can like pay things off. You, you George Lucas showed you can do it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> And Disney showed, uh, well, that they can fail at one anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the, just the idea of like the logistics of everything, where like huge fleets, the biggest fleet that we've ever seen in a Star Wars film, two, the two biggest fleets we ever seen in Star Wars movies, just come from fucking nowhere. I mean, in this one, so this one, Palpatine's alive, hand waved. He has also got like a fleet of the most ships we've ever seen in Star Wars and most powerful um, underground <laughs> on Exegol underground. They were all hiding under the wait, dirt. Wait. So they were all buried under the dirt somehow. Yeah. And they all have mini Death Star technology. Every single one of them has a Death Star on them. And it seems that they're all staffed. Yes, they're and all so were, staffed. Were they all, was it just all staffed under dirt? <laughs> were they all just like you, under dirt until the Emperor had to do like his magic trick you, or whatever? So it's not really clear because there, there is that other MacGuffin where like 
they needed a command ship to command all the ships. Were the ships did the ships not have a lot of people on them, and they were just following like the act the one that did have a lot of people on it? Maybe that was a point, but it wasn't elaborated in the film, obviously. But yeah, maybe that was part of the deal. It it's, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Um, but it, but. When the, but what they do in the EU is that they have remnants of the Empire. So maybe this was JJ trying to say, like, oh, Palpatine was alive the whole time. That's why he has, he's been built. This is a, something he stowed away during the Empire, even though it's bigger than the fleet he had when yeah, he was running the Empire. By the way, I'd like to just, by the way, look back at the EU for just a moment and how, like, the EU was about, like, a fleet of, like, 20 ships. And then it was all about how, like, Thrawn would not be able to, like, man them all and shit like that. Like, that's one of the big issues in some of the EU books. But whatever. Yeah, like, they actually care. I digress. They, they actually care about power creep. And it's not just, like, J.J. was shown what they can accomplish in a previs shot. And he's like, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, that, that works. That that works for me. That works. Yeah, and, like, the First Order just JJ. being, uh, like, on every single planet. Like, they're, a ter- they're like, a dead-ender, like, terror cell. We're in, like, a Schindler's List scene where we're, like, in a town where, like, they're, like, have completely taken over the town and are looking at... This movie, this series, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. But who gives a shit? It's not supposed to. It's it's a theme park ride. You're not supposed to. Yeah, notice you're not it supposed to think you, before it's over. Yeah, before it's over, you're just supposed to be like, well, that was that was that. And uh, but here's the thing, okay, Jack. Okay. I was noticing it didn't make sense, and I was laughing in the theater, and that I was mean, a good too. time. That was a good time. I was having fun in this movie. Like you know, people in this movie laughed when when Han Solo like it, it goes Han Solo. <laughs> I, ghost Han Solo appears and not Force like, Ghost, just Ghost Ghost. Just a ghost. Now just a ghost. A ghost. We are told memory, that we are told that it's just his memory. And you know what? Uh, it's not as you know how that happens when you're just like standing around and like your memory speaks to you. By the way, that did happen in Batman versus Superman. Uh, yeah. with Clark yeah. and his dad, and it's the same exact writer for this movie, yeah. doing another scene where, he, I guess in, the, in Chris Terrio's mind, when your father is dead, he just can sometimes, like, appear to you uh, and be like, hey, what's going if, on? <laughs> if only, if only. Um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, I actually, you know, the, pro- the problem I have with that is that there are actual ghosts in Star Wars. That's the yes. main thing I have, problem I have with that, is that you're adding another thing on top of it. Like, I didn't have like I don't have a problem with that scene in Batman versus Superman because like they're not in ghosts in Batman versus Superman, but in Star <laughs> Wars you already have an established protocol for delivering the ghosts, and that's not how you do so it. We have and two different types of ghosts, and there's lots of for- Force ghosts in this one, by the way. Tons. In this movie too, yeah. I the plot. Okay, let me actually just try to break through what the plot Go of this off, movie King. is. Go okay. Off, let me just try to break through what the plot of this movie is. So they light speed skip. They get back to where Ray is training with Leia and Leia. It what it is Awful so scenes. fucking funny. It's so fucking funny that they were like, JJ has done magic with this old footage. Remember that when they were like announcing this? It's like every time we go to Leia, it's so embarrassing. It's She's at the same it's angle. Ghoulish. She's at the same angle with the same lighting. They reuse like the same footage over and over again. She looks like a fucking like Mass Effect NPC. Yeah, it's like, awful. It's really fucked up. And then and the line 
the lines that they like, do around her, like Ray is like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not trying my hardest. And she's like, don't tell me how you feel. Tell me how it is. What person says, I feel like I'm not trying my hardest? Yeah. Like, and to be clear, like uh, for people who haven't watched the movie, we're not saying that like it looks and feels bad because we know Carrie Fisher has passed away. No, you if you did not know that Carrie Fisher was had passed away you would know something is wrong with these scenes they do yeah. not nail it they do it is not seamless at all it's very weird very bizarre should not have uh done it should have done at it. all and i do want to say about the ray training scene which is like just is literally the scene from a video game tutorial it's literally what you do in the first few minutes of a game where you have to hit the x button to jump no purpose whatsoever for it to be in the in the fucking third Star Wars movie. What happened in like the opening of the third original third Star Wars movie? You had that fucking awesome Jabba the Hut fucking escape sequence, okay? Yeah. In uh, Rise, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, you had that also. You had fucking Anakin and Obi Wan in this massive battle. You have fucking Count uh, Showdown oh, with Co- Count Dooku. Yeah, two oh like God. two of the best openings of any films ever. And this one, it's like you have Rey running by herself through a forest chopping down trees angrily and she like punches the fucking training droid or whatever like completely no no point to it she should all as a she should already be past this stuff if but she but again this is a scene from the second movie this is a scene from the second movie, not the, that Ryan Johnson didn't make or JJ didn't make. It's not also she trained in the second movie. Yeah, she did you train. Know what I mean? Like, but, like JJ's trying to like JJ is really being like, I don't accept that anything happened in Last Jedi. It, so he's like, I have to show that like Leia also trained him. So this is, it, it basically is. I also watched Empire Strikes Back as I said recently, and it's like near shot for shot the exact same shots of like when Luke was jumping around with like uh, Yoda on his back. It's just like they did that again. Yeah. They did it again. I, but I, I like that pettiness from JJ. I like that energy that he was just like, I'm going to spend $250 million of Disney's money to put this little worm fucking Ryan Johnson in place. And I like it. I like it. But JJ won. JJ won. JJ won. He won. JJ won. It, Thank it you, King. Just... He's the one who JJ is the one who really destroyed Star Wars. What all Ryan? He like did it on purpose. He, like I like JJ is like JJ is like a one of like the nine eleven terrorists. <laughs> like JJ is like he's taking down a great empire. You know what I mean? Like JJ actually with this movie is doing the Death Star run. Yeah, he's like doing a suicide run to like destroy a giant empire. <laughs> in in a sense, he is the Luke Skywalker. Wow, he is the Luke Skywalker, except he dies from it. Except he actually is more of a Christ figure <laughs> since he and his career dies from it. <laughs> um, uh, look, so so what? What? Well, so then you know he's uh, where with Leia. They find out, I guess that how they find out they need to come up with sauna. Which is just another desert planet. And by the way, it's so fucking funny when they go to Pasana and Ray's like looking around. She's like, I've never seen anything like this. I'm like, you have only seen anything <laughs> like this. In the last JJ movie, she leaves the desert planet and she's like, I've never seen so much green. And now she's back on a desert planet. And she's like, I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. I'm like, what are you talking about? You fucking grew up on Pasana. 
on Jack Two, but it's the same thing. Wait, did the, those skip the part where they say, "Oh, we have three days before the before the Emperor destroys the three core planets or some shit like that." It doesn't make any. Sense. Yeah, they're like the Emperor's back, and he we only have sixteen hours or something <laughs> like that. Why would he warn them? JJ. Why would he? He's like the Emperor's back, and he sent out a podcast on Fortnite. Saying that he's going to destroy the galaxy in 16 hours. Everybody better get to Star Wars immediately and see it uh, before. It doesn't even feel like like a threat. Like, I'm going to come and take over. Because that's, that's another thing that the, they get wrong about the Empire, the empire versus, you know, um, was the first final the order. Fi- final order. The final Palpatine order. Palpatine didn't want to destroy every fucking thing. He wanted to control yeah. and take over. The point of the Death Star is not to go around blowing up planets. Planet. Really, really, I'm going to finally blow up every planet <laughs> and be in an empty galaxy. No, he wants to control <laughs> the galaxy. He doesn't want to destroy the galaxy. Maybe that's a way they... I don't know. Like, the, the, There's just a general confusion about what the Empire in the first film You didn't was. watch these movies. <laughs> JJ did not watch... I watched an interview. First of all, there's American Music Award like like uh, EPK piece they played and it was all just like people talking about the generic idea of Star Wars like JJ was like I remember the first time that I, I saw, came in and I, and I saw that logo and I saw the words Star Wars it's just people talking about like the phrase Star Wars they have John Boyega in there with a bunch of stormtroopers and they go one two three and everyone yells Star Wars I swear to God at one of the red carpet interviews, and JJ probably just misheard the question, but they ask him what his favorite moment was in all the Star Wars movies, and he's just like, "Oh, it was so cool to shoot scenes with like Leia." Yeah, I'm like <laughs> you don't have one. You don't have a favorite moment from all nine Star Wars movies. I don't. I think JJ like rewatched these movies like on his iPad while he was like in a car to the airport. <laughs> That's what I think. I think JJ rewatched these movies like because he landed the job. Yeah, I, he doesn't give a fuck about Star yeah, Wars. As, as I said, you know they have these are you know every they haven't had anything to say or do with Star Wars. George Lucas was trying to say something about Empire. He had a whole bunch of other shit and influence to put in, but he actually had yes. something to say using Star Wars. He had a worldview and he had like a perspective that he wanted to express. This is the big problem here with Disney Star Wars is that this is what happens when you have, when there's no ideology and no worldview applied to Star Wars, when there's no like backbone applied to it. You're just like, well, I don't know what the fuck. You just, uh, it's like fucking space swords, I like think, whatever. I like, you, but I, movies are just, meaningless. I think you can even, you can get away with space swords if you actually like pay attention to what works with space swords and and like focus on that like i th- i don't think necessarily all the P- eu writers uh you know are trying to make some political statement but they at least understand the world enough to you know play with it and find interesting corners to explore interesting characters to explore you don't maybe you don't need to necessarily have an ideology but you actually have to like understand and like the property on a much more intimate level than the people who have been making them so far bob Iger is a weatherman (laughs) he's a weatherman who like worked his way up the corporate structure and then ended up becoming the ceo of disney so the weatherman king bought star wars this is the guy who like gets to make all the decisions here like this is who frankly who you're defending when you say you love last jedi yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the weatherman king bought star wars and this is what it looks like six years later 
This is what it looks like a whole six <laughs> years later. Okay, so we'll get back to it. Uh, uh, they they go to Rose in the most poochy sequence I've ever seen. It's so fucked up, actually. Oh, they the leave. Would they planet. leave Rose on the planet? <laughs> they, they, so John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran shoot a scene where John Boyega runs up and he's like, last chance, Rose. And she's like, nope, I'll be staying here. Oh, man. Jade, I, that is so dark. I love it. It's petty. So it's so petty, though. It's like, no, you made these none of them. Do that. Just have her stay there. You don't have to do that. You have this. to shoot the scene where, she's, where he says, actually. Yeah. Like, I'm going back. I'm sorry. I'll be going back to my home planet. Goodbye. Actually, I'm not real. I'm not one of you. So I'll just stay here. Nope, I'm not one of the friends. I'll be here. <laughs> by the way, it, too fucked up. It, by the way, is this maybe the time to mention that this is the least horny movie in all the least of, horny hi- movie series. of all of history? Well, the Disney Star Wars, they don't fuck. They don't fuck in Disney Star Wars. Not a person in the entire galaxy, which is only made up of six planets, fucks. It's an incel six-planet galaxy. So let's list all the relationships that this film puts the final kibosh on. Mass Kanata maybe wants to fuck Chewbacca in Force Awakens, but seems not horny at all in this one. But, so she's more respectful and less Me Too-ish about, about Chewbacca in this film. All right, so Finn and Ray, not a thing in uh, this movie. Maybe Finn, he had a moment where he might have seen it, and then they drop it and never mention it again. 100%. Yeah, that's what you do in the third <laughs> the third series of a trilogy, is you have someone be like, I've got a secret to tell you, and then, like, don't follow up on yeah, it. Yeah, anyway. all right, so then Finn and Poe, obviously, not going to be a thing, yeah. even though that's what, Disney even movie. though that's what that. They, they put one kiss, that is so funny, by the way, they put a uh, two women kissing in the end in a scene right after, like, it's like an elephant kissing a man, and then it cuts to two women kissing. It like the way they shoot it like makes it imply that it's like as alien as like that's how di- brave Disney had to be with show like alien on alien kisses, and then cut to two women kissing in a shot, of course, that can be completely excised uh, uh, when they bring and, it to China. Ha- well, not China, but uh, they excise it in the Middle East. Though. Um, Finn and Rose, absolutely not a thing anymore. Yeah. Ray and um, Kylo, they're related now. So I they have Finn a... and Rose might not even be friends. Yeah, anymore. they don't even see the like. It feels like they don't like don't like each other. Yeah, Poe has a potential romance with uh, Carrie Russell's character Zori, and she completely like shuts it, for last. shuts it down. Like in the last scene when everybody's celebrating, yep. they're like, "No, we don't fuck. Like, we don't fuck in Star Wars." Is it possible that the good-looking Han Solo guy could potentially, maybe just imply that he could fuck? No, no absolutely. We don't fuck the uh, on these six planets. We don't fuck Lando and Leia. Is kind of hinted at, but obviously cannot happen because they didn't yeah. bring Lando in until uh, after Carrie Fisher already um, passed away. Um, thanks, Ryan. Yeah. <sighs> Man, just. No horniness. What's oh, and they they don't bring back up the fucking thing from Solo where Lando wants to fuck on the Millennium Falcon. Actually, they don't or robot. Yeah, yeah like he wants to fuck droids. Yeah, they they do not. They didn't. They didn't do uh, Billy D. Williams the disrespect of being like C three PO. How about you and I like uh, go off to the back and uh, yeah, they did that to I Donald can, Glover. Can, like, check off on you. They did that to <laughs> Donald Glover, but they wouldn't do that. 
uh, to Billy yeah. Williams. So, oh, please continue uh, with the non-horny film. Uh, with the plot summary. So, uh, they go to Pasana, which is a, a festival unlike Ray has ever seen, even though it's completely identical. And really, you could cut those scenes into Force Awakens. It is just, it's just Force Awakens. She's like, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, and then they meet um, Lando there, who tells them about a friend, a guy named Ochi. Ochi was a, a hitman or a, was a bounty hunter yeah. named Ochi. He had hunter. a special dagger. He had a special dagger, and that dagger has the information for how to get to uh, the wayfinder. There's two wayfinders, so the dagger will get you to uh, wayfinder, the wayfinder, and the wayfinder will get you to the. <laughs> The Exegol, where the Emperor is, is where Palpatine is, and he had all of his chips hidden under the dirt. Even though he said he was going to come and come for them eventually, so I don't know why they need to find him. They got to get, they got to find him on Exegol, which is described as the hidden Sith world. (laughs) The hidden Sith world of Exegol. Whoa, wow, unbelievable! Suddenly, we now the suddenly there's suddenly the Palpatine's alive. There's a hidden Sith world of Exegol. By the way. I don't even want to get into the the rule of two, but whatever. Oh, the rule of two. Oh, he's doing away with the rule of two, of course. I don't even want to do look, get into look, the rule of two. Look, the rule of two was a liberal reform that obviously did not work, <laughs> Jack. I have been, I have been arguing against the rule of two for look, since the saying, old republic, Jack. The, I'm not pro rule of two, but there has been a rule of two. Yes, uh, but now there's a hidden Sith world. Uh, JJ does not care. He hasn't watched this movie. These movies. I think he played the Star Wars video games. That's what I think. I, I it really was. do I think, think he, he played, played like Shadow of the I Empire. think he did play Kotor because there is a lot of like Sith, like horror Sith stuff in it that I kind of yeah. like, like cult Sith stuff. I kind of dig it. Um, obviously, yeah, it's, it, so it doesn't mean <laughs> anything in this movie. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything's movie. It's not done well, but I, I, I like the idea of doing like. Okay. That. I, sure. I agree with the visuals. Like you know. Uh, anyway, so we're off to. So now we're on Jack. Who? Uh, sorry, I mean Pasana. And Lando's like, I can't come with you. And they get into a fucking car race with uh, stormtroopers who fly now. And that's the only time they fly now. That's the only time. You know they fly that line. I made fun of that. That fly now line. And that's actually like. Not one of the worst jokes in it. There's so many more worst jokes so in the, many bad in, in like the style. first hour. In like the first hour, they kind of drop it. It's nothing but that. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah. And the characters are not that charming together. And I don't think they have a good relationship with each I, other. I disagree. I think. Th- I mean, Poe is like too much of a jerk for some reason. But I think, uh, and like w- when he's not being a jerk, he's acting exactly like Finn. Like there's not a good contrast between them all the time. But I can get behind the idea the alternate reality where somebody competent had these same actors and could make a star wars movie and when i see that in my head i was kind of okay with it well anyway so then uh they come to an end with the 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 car race with the flying stormtroopers and they land in quicksand which they fall into yes. this is where Finn is like, I have something to tell you, and then he can't. But then it turns out that the quicksand like falls to an underground area, like a cave, which happens to take them right next to the corpse of the guy they were looking for, Ochi, the guy Ochi, who they were looking for to get the dagger. 
is right there. I guess he did exactly what they did and landed uh, in quicksand and died exact down there. spot of quicksand that they just happened Very to land cool. on while they were being chased randomly across the planet. But I, in, a, in a better movie, that's tolerable, actually. In a better movie... In J.J. World? In J.J. World? Fine. Fuck it. You're not supposed to notice. <laughs> You're not supposed to notice. It's supposed to be quick enough that you didn't notice. It's supposed to be like, hey, hey, look over here, look over here, look over here, the dagger. Yeah. Oh, we have the dagger. dagger. And you're kind of like, where do we get the dagger? And it's like, well, we have it. It doesn't matter. We got the dagger. We we have it. That we That's what the whole deal was. <laughs> um, so they have the special Sith dagger, which C-3PO has to read, but he's not allowed to translate because it's the special Sith language. Which he was banned by the Republic from translating. Whatever. Which is kind of okay. Maybe, maybe. It's fine. I don't mind yeah. it. It's okay. Like, I don't mind a, like, something like that. I mean, of course, it's ridiculous that he's what he can't translate is on a dagger that they found from falling into quicksand and finding the body that they need, and which they're able to escape because Ray suddenly has a new force healing power oh, yes. that allows her to get a serpent, which is, by the way, the serpent, I think, is called Serpent. It's called, like, S-E-R-P-E-N-T or something like that. Uh, uh, um, it's just a serpent. Um uh, uh, she uh, um, she heals it with her new force healing power, which makes it get out of the way. She put her experience into force heal uh, off, yeah. uh, off camera. <laughs> She's able to force heal this 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 worm, which gets out of the way like like Snorlax, and then they find their way out of the 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 thing, and then the the bad guys are there. And so she has to do her big stunt jump over over Kylo Ren's like x-wing which is some silly shit. probably the worst way to shit. like do that confrontation why is he like in a helicopter like on the ground <laughs> truly bizarre it's just really strange. really unnecessary and like i have to say they ray and kylo have several fights none of them mean anything because like ray like kylo is trying to turn her and we know this the whole time and like so like they don't mean anything they're not as well choreographed as the lightsaber fights from the prequels i even think like the original trilogy like the choreography is better they're they're not good fights and they just keep happening and like you just like they're just they just end up being kind of boring when they were there were so many opportunities to have like more meaningful fights because you have all the team together and then like uh uh kyler the knights of ren are back hey why don't we Which, why don't we the show way, the heroes fighting dude, the knights of ren at some point maybe the knights of ren are the funniest characters of all time these like silent men who like are walking around carrying like garden hose <laughs> and shit like that. Like that shot of them on Pasana when they introduce that the Knights of Ren are there, and it's this shot of them all standing on top of like a um what is that called? A plateau? They're standing on top of like a plateau and just like posing, holding their like big shovels and shit. It's so ridiculous. The Knights of Ren are like absolutely laughing in this movie they're just silly stupid characters and so don't anyway, do anything uh, but they have potential they don't do but anything they could have been all. like yeah they, look cool. they could have been like they could have done something but jj doesn't yeah. it's bizarre bizarre jj doesn't, i think they were supposed to be not. the big like guys for the second movie but then ryan was just like i'm not going to put them in the film or mention them at all so i'm gonna put that that's another one i'm gonna blame ryan for ah i, I blame them all 
I have you. You know what you have to do is be 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 really fair, and you have to blame uh, Bob Iger <laughs> and Kathleen Kennedy. These are the people who rubber stamped Jack, all these Jack, decisions. Jack, Jack, I'm just not. I'm just not ready for the structural movies. critique yet. I want to live <laughs> in just saying. I want to, you know, give you know the individual bad actors uh, shit. Okay, I'm not ready for the. You're not. I'm ready not ready for, for it. Maybe critique. maybe another f- few months, but yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That's fine. Uh, the same people made these movies. Uh, um, so uh, uh, we are now on. So she fucking jumps over and cuts off his X-wing thing. It's so silly. Uh, then she gets really, really mad because it's, she thinks that Chewbacca is on like a transport ship because he got captured. Chewbacca they, went like, that fight. famously doesn't even try to fight. Doesn't even try to fight. Yeah. Just. Gets captured like by the cops, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Fucking Baca. whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, then they like fight over the transport ship. Uh, she shoots fucking Palpatine. You know, uh, she does force like, lightning, lightning by accident, lightning by and accident. we think she's killed Chewbacca. I think Chewbacca's dead. By the way, in my theater, just for just for how badly executed a moment this was. People in the theater that I was watching, I saw it at 6 p.m. on Thursday, and it was like a crowd of people that were really excited to be there. They started like applauding when she had done the Force Lightning because they were like, whoa, badass. And then she was like, Chewbacca. And they're like, oh, shit, we aren't supposed to applaud. Like they like got confused and had to like stop themselves because they're like, oh, fuck, Chewbacca's dead. Which then, of course, JJ, by the way, undercut two minutes later. Coward. Coward. <laughs> the absolute fucking coward. Just wants the the uh just wants the emotional moment. Doesn't want to actually deal with it. A cowardly craven filmmaker. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely craven filmmaker. Um awful. Awful. <laughs> um uh, I just thought I just thought Mugmane that was uh that said there were more prank phone calls in the sequel trilogy than there were space battles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, again, like maybe jump ahead a little bit, but like if Ray had actually murdered Chewbacca and then you know she because she had done that and she had shown the darkness in her, if Ben then has to if Ben is the one who lives and she sacrifices herself to save him so he can do better. I, I am liking this better movie better. That's fine. Yeah. That's a choice. That's a choice. That would have been a choice like how he almost chose to kill Poe Dameron in the first movie and then decided not to because Oscar Isaac like asked him on the phone. There was no reason and to kill him. There was movies. no reason. And that's the way you make yeah. movies. Um, anyway, so after she thinks she kills Chewbacca, they go to another planet called um, – what the fuck is – oh, Kajimi. This is the one that's named after the synthesizer that that JJ got sent for free and tweet and uh, Instagrammed a picture of himself with. He goes to the planet Kajimi, which he named after the synthesizer he got uh, sent over. Um, and they go to meet. Uh, where do they meet? Fucking Carrie Russell and blah blah blah. It's very boring. It's very Schindler's List. Uh, Carrie Russell is there. They go to meet Babu Frick, which Babu Frick sucks. Oh, you don't, you, you don't like Babu, like, Frick? Babu Frick? Is the thing we like. I like Babu Frick. I like, I like Babu Frick. I liked him. I th- of, like actually, of all the Disney Star Wars like little guys and characters, he's the one I like by far the most. Oh, you know who I hate a lot? Do the little JJ voiced like oh. sidekick to BB-8. 
speaking little sidekick voiced by JJ, uh, uh, sidekick to BPA. The droid doesn't need a droid, right? The droids don't need their own droids. But actually, I wasn't too mad about Dio aside from the fact that, oh, I mean, I guess you'll get to it soon. But when they lose the MacGuffin for the MacGuffin, Dio says, oh, actually, I know where um, to go. Or um, so you yeah. you could have just asked me um, a ha- a half hour to an hour ago, and I would have told what you. Fun. <laughs> what fun! What a lot of fun! We're all having a good time. So they go to fucking meet Babu Frick, and they and they wipe C three PO's memory, and he thinks that they're his best friends. Again, I just don't buy that any of these people are friends in any way. To be honest <laughs> with you, I just don't buy it. And C three PO's like I love you all so much and you're my very best friends and they also are saying over and over so many times in this movie they're like if we don't succeed this time every movie was for nothing they're like everything we've ever done was for nothing unless this movie succeeds <laughs> uh, it's just annoying c3 they even make c3po say it he's like this time uh, this is what it all comes down to everything i've ever done comes down to yeah. this Weird like, is that? No, that's definitely unearned. You're just saying that you're just saying that, and it's not true. Or what? Because like the emperor is gonna blow up every planet with his new JJ. You need to fucking answer for your crimes, JJ. You need to come before everybody and actually talk about this stuff. You know, you need to like Ryan. I actually think Ryan's wrong for being uh, online so much, but JJ needs to come online for just a day. <laughs> JJ needs to come online for a day. No, I, I'm sorry. He's my he's my king now because he killed Star Wars. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so then they go to fucking that planet, and uh, then they, uh, you know, Jesus, they find the fucking they find that the 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 piece is going to be on Endor, the, the 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 wayfinder, the wayfinder is on Endor. Just, wouldn't that be the first place the you dagger. look? Wouldn't that be the first place? It is so funny that they're like, oh, we got it. And it's like where exactly where you would think yeah. it is. <laughs> anyway, whatever. They go to Endor where they meet Zori Bliss, another character who literally I really think that's about the long and short of it. Another character. They meet another I character. Liked her. I like who's funny. She's charming. Her look is good. But like this is just a person who has a boat. They meet someone who they who has a boat for them that Ray steals. By the way. The the Death Star is crashed into Endor. Shouldn't be like that. All still like together. Who gives a shit? Um, you know, she's able to use the dagger on the like destroyed Death Star. <laughs> like very convenient that like the dagger you have to look through is able to like still see that part, which is still intact. Wait, wait, wait. Whatever. Let's, let's slow down and explain to people who haven't seen it. So. They're trying to so they're trying to find the wayfinder that's going to lead them to Exegol. How they do this? Uh-huh. They get a dagger from a dead, um, like Sith, like bounty hunter. bounty hunter. And what you do is you open up the dagger, and a little thing comes out. It kind of looks almost like a like a, like a sort of ki- type of compass of some sort. And yeah. you put it up, and you align it with the broken in the ocean, like part of like the death star and it tells you where to yeah. go on the death star who the fuck had time to make 
the dagger based on where the Death Star landed and like made all these daggers to tell you where to find the Wayfinder. Complete doesn't matter. Completely bizarre. Completely bizarre. Supposed Supposed to move, supposed to move quickly so you don't notice. And we're moving so quickly that we can't even stay the night. Zori Bliss is like, we'll stay the night. You gotta go in the morning. And it's like, oh, maybe we'll get one of these kind of scenes where like you settle in, you see what life is like uh, here on Endor or whatever. Like maybe even see like an Ewok or something or like, you know, it's like you kind of see stuff. Nope. Uh, Ray steals the boat right that very second and has to go at that precise moment uh, over to the Death Star to get the Wayfinder. Uh, and that's end up that ends up being where fucking Kylo Ren is, right? Kylo Ren goes. Yeah. Oh, we even forgot the part where they like go to Kylo Ren's yeah, go- ship, <laughs> and then he comes back, and it's just like Palpatine is your grandfather. Yes, yes, yeah. He's like he's your grandfather. Um, and he's what he has. Is oh yeah, they rescue Chewie from the ship, and like Ray, but yeah. Ray go- keeps going off on her own. That's her thing in the movie. She keeps trying to go and connect with Kylo. She needs to learn. That she has friends. Yes. Uh, actually, she doesn't. She, she actually does. There's that, actually no one has to learn anything in no, this she movie. Doesn't There's learn no that. character development in any way. In any way at all. Zero. Zero. Actually, no. She just ben Solo. Ben Solo develops his character. That's it. He's yeah, kind okay. of like the main character. So then we're on uh, Then we're on the fucking destroyed Death Star. And she fights a Kylo Ren there. Fight. They find the fucking Wayfinder or whatever. Who gives a shit? Bad fight out on the stupid fucking ocean. It sucks. It's just sucks. She like free willies over like a wave. <laughs> it's like so stupid and, and just terrible st- to be honest with you. She stabs him, but then she force heals him. And that, yeah. that's kind of the moment where he goes back and become. He has his dream about Han Solo. And it, oh, well, he, he has a conversation with his father, Han yeah. Solo. And then decides not to be bad anymore by throwing his lightsaber, which has sucked from the beginning. His lightsaber is yeah. so bad. Like, he, he just Stupid needed to get, like, a better art. Like, when he threw it away, I'm like, oh, finally, you're going to get, like, a fucking good, good. one. Now. His lightsaber was, like, bad and shitty from the but, beginning. But, you know, I um, actually, you know, I have to say, when he throw, when he, he throws his lightsaber, like, that's actually kind of, like, a good moment. Like, a good character moment. Like... It's a moment. It's a is, moment. Is, is you know it like I mean? for, in a better movie series? I wouldn't have any problem. I would be like, oh, it'll be, yeah, yeah. He's he's you know throwing away the dark side. He's going to come back. He's uh, we didn't mention like he brought his mask back, but then he kept taking it off anyway. Like for some reason. And by the way, also the mask being back like actually does look like a Lego. Like in the movie, it's not just supposed to be like red paint of cracks on it. You know what I mean? Like it actually should be like magma or something like that. So they just used like red epoxy to put his like mask back together. Why is it just like matte red paint on his mask? It looks so Why, stupid. He could have just made like a new one too, right? Like he doesn't need. It's so weird and bad. These This weird like Lego version of the cracked Kylo Ren mask. Anyway, uh, they fight. He fucking sees Han Solo, and that makes him not be evil anymore. Uh, Ray gives up. Or no, she takes up. No, she takes off on her own, leaving, abandoning Finn, Poe, and all Friends the again, all the rest. Whatever. And then goes to uh, the planet that Luke was on because she's going to be a her- hermit now because she's had having visions of herself becoming a Sith. So she's going to you know give up and let the galaxy be destroyed by palpatine i guess now because she's yeah, found she's out like, she's the palpatine that. i can't like be evil anyway so she goes to luke's planet which by the way now luke is dead 
but he's still like like Leia. They're both just video game NPCs now. Like Leia just like stands there on that like fake like Return of the Jedi planet, like in that exact one spot to give missions. She just stands there like out in the outside. And then Luke's ghost. You know how like in Last Jedi you had to go to Ock 2 and Luke was there or whatever? Now that Luke is dead, you have to go to Ock <laughs> 2 and he's there exactly the same yeah. way, but blue. You just have to go to this weird planet Octu, and Luke is going to be there. But now, as a yeah, ghost, she sets her ship on fire with twigs. This is that of like a fucking galaxy like throwing like, like an intergalactic ship. She sets on managed to set on fire. We cut to it, and it's on fire. I'm like, what the hell has happened here? <laughs> what? Whatever. Why did she like force crush it or lightning? Cut to it, and she's like throwing. Yeah, she's just like throwing like little chunks of wood, <laughs> <laughs> and then she throws her lightsaber in because she's given up too. And Luke catches Luke's ghost catches it. His ghost. Yeah. Now he's dead now, and he can touch stuff. Yeah. But when he was alive, and his foot, and and the way you were able to tell that he was a force projection in Last Jedi was that his foot didn't move the sand. Uh, but then also, of course, the fucking dice was who gives a fuck? Nothing matters. Nothing no. ever matters. Uh, he, but anyway, he gives her a he pick catches out, the lightsaber and does a stupid fucking does a really like shade E line at uh, last. Oh, Jedi it's not where stupid. Like, it's good. A Jedi never throws a weapon. Yeah, like this. Uh, no, a, a, a lightsaber should be treated with respect. This is I know. The weapon of it. It's, funny. I, it's good. It's, funny. it's good. I like it. It's funny. Fuck you, Ryan. Thank you. So then he gives her a little pep talk and then. I guess this does follow the last Jedi tradition that uh, the Jedi are able to use their powers um, even as a force ghost because Yoda was able to do that in like destroying the ancient Jedi tree or whatever uh, as a force ghost. Luke, as a force ghost, is able to pull his X-Wing out of the water using the force. And it's still functional. Well, here's, here's the thing, Jack. I actually like that scene because that's the scene we should have seen when Luke was alive him being able to pull his uh, like his x-wing out of the water and it should be functional because you can't just destroy a galaxy class ship with fucking twigs and line it lighting the match okay or just put it in water it's supposed it should be kind of uh okay and I actually like seeing you know Mark Hamill pl playing Luke Saver uh, Luke Skywalker as a Jedi Master. Finally, nice to get to see it. Too bad he's already dead when he's doing it, but it's actually um, fine. This is two ghost pep talks in back to back. By the way, two ghosts have to come back from the original series and God. get the plot moving forward. <laughs> um, yeah, two ghosts back to back. Two ghost pep talks happen back to back. Oh, we we, we uh, forgot to mention that Leia dies and that's why kylo that's why ray is able to stab kylo is because leia distracts him like takes it like or she, something? she I like force projects into his mind to like tell him to start being good and then ray stabs <laughs> him and then and, and she's like dot and she's dead um and she the force really kills yeah. you every time you things. fucking like, use it. <laughs> it's force projection. Like you die. You just straight up die. Don't use that power. You know, that particular send the power email. of send like, the email, send, send the a text. You know, they have 
You know what they have actually are these little hologram messages yes. <laughs> you can send. <laughs> it's instantaneous. Uh, actually, I think it's not. Uh, I think you do. I, it depends. It depends. On... They talk to each other like oh, on yeah, the phone. They, on yeah, those yeah, they do. Have, they, like, oh, talk yeah, back I'm, and I'm forth. thinking of the original one. But yeah, that, that was an encrypted message. You're correct. Correct. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, and he also hands her uh, Leia's old lightsaber since Kylo had thrown his away and he would eventually need one for the final battle. Oh, by the way, yeah. Leia had a lightsaber that was uh, sitting here on Octu. I'm going to give this to uh, mm-hmm. to you now. It's up there with my stuff. <laughs> Leia's lightsaber's been here. Well, where is it? Oh, it's up with my uh, like stuff. <laughs> she goes and gets it. Uh, then he brings the fucking X-wing out of the uh, uh, out of the water, and uh, then she's she's off to Exegol because she takes the the fucking wayfinder out of the like ship burned. that she burned yeah. with wood, with using wood, and she puts that in the X-wing and is off to Exegol. You think she went, might have told her friends who have been risking their lives like all day? to find one of those wayfinders like even if she wasn't going to do the final confrontation maybe you tell your friends like hey i got this wayfinder on the ship let me um send you the gps or whatever but she didn't do that um because ray's a piece of shit (laughs) she's a palpatine she's a palpatine she's a palpatine by nature i suppose so then we're at exegol and um god damn dude here's where it's like I, I, I like can I can we just like blow it, blast through the rest of it? They like get into a big space fight where they like are on horses. In yeah, space. horse and legit in space. <laughs> no, I, like, they're not in, in the space. Trailer, they're, the they're, in, they're in the skies of Exegol. They're not actually in space because they uh, all would have obviously suffocated uh, to death. So all those Death Stars, these hundreds and hundreds of Death Stars, are still in the atmosphere of Exegol for uh, some reason. In or- okay. Well, the reason it looked like Yeah, space. even though it did look like space, but they're still in, like, probably the upper atmosphere, so I don't know how they could breathe anyway if they're in the upper atmosphere. But yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Don't pay that much attention to it. Um, they're, like, on horses. Not even, like, the same horses that they, like, freed in Last Jedi. Just, like, different horses on the ship in outside this movie is just stupid it doesn't have respect for you no it doesn't, it doesn't. have any respect for you it doesn't think it doesn't think highly of you it hates you actually it literally thinks very lowly of you um ray shows up to fight the emperor um in like a big like coliseum where there's now like thousands of hooded like Sith worshippers like, oh, like First row. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> weird, weird, weird stuff that you probably could get like, away with whatever. If, with more time, but they're doing three movies whatever. in one. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's thousands of hooded Sith watching this happen, and the Emperor's plan is, uh, I guess that, same as Luke, he needs Rey to kill him so that she can like become the Emperor, which I guess that's his whole thing. This guy can't die. He cannot die. He, he every time he dies, it's not that he he can't die, but he needs someone to take over as the emperor by killing we, him. And his no and matter his what, spirit will imbue them, so he'll be able to. I guess that's what it is. I guess that's take what over it is. the body. So he needs Ray to kill him, and she is about to do it, but then she realizes that Kylo Ren is there, um, and so she like. Does she like give him her like yeah, lightsaber so, or no? No, she it? gives him her lights. She like threw like no, no. For- she didn't throw that force no, power. She, yeah, through because they're linked through a force bond. 
Yeah, they like through their force bond, which that force power being a new one is the one I like am bothered by the least. I, I hate to it. Be I hate it. I hate every scene with it when they're because sh- it's just more of them like talking to each other. They're both so fucking right. white and no, moist I mean and like, the, like in, dropping. I, I don't like that they can like teleport. I mean the objects that they can send. Little I hate objects. That. I hate me. that so much. Um, so she sends a little object to Kylo Ren via teleportation, and he fights the very, very boring and silent Knights of Ren. And I like that fight. Easily. That fight scene was kind of okay. It was fine. It's like fine, whatever. It's not great, but it's you know the right. The Knights of Ren are just boring and bad. I they could have been so cool. I, I like like little groups like that, little groups of mooks with their gimmicks. So he beats them. Yeah. He beats them, and then he's in. And so Ray, <laughs> what happens with Ray here? Is that Ray? First of all, the Emperor throws Kylo Ren into a pit in the classic way. Call He's back. dead. It's an explicit callback. Call back. He said, "Just like <laughs> you, your father." Threw yeah. Me. He also calls Ray Empress Palpatine. He's like, "You can be Empress Palpatine." And he like kills Kylo Ren by throwing him in a pit. There's a pit there, by the way. So this is a big room where there's like a, a bunch of stadium seating and a, and a, a throne and a pit. <laughs> it's just a weird room um so then ray instead of killing palpatine she won't do it um he starts sending lightning at her she takes two lightsabers and oh, this is not wait, a lightsaber skip, battle uh, there is a space battle biggest space battle in all of star wars not that it's any good it's just the biggest one and palpatine is able to force lightning <laughs> force lightning every, every ship. ship and just the uh the ones that he wants to hit not just the um, rebels or whether they call it just, just the resistance. Ship. No, he is. He, I think he just hits the resistance. Yes, yes. He's like avoiding all of his ships and hitting every single of the thousands of resistance ships. Every ship we've ever seen in Star Wars is getting hit by this lightning. <laughs> so nothing matters. Nothing matters. Yeah. Nothing and then matters. And then at he all. sends the same power that could take out thousands of ships at Ray, and she's able to block it. With her little lightsaber, with two lightsabers, doing like an. Well, X. first she blocks it with one, and then when she gets the second one, she's able to send it back at him, as you said, just like Harry fucking Potter or something. And, and and I gotta I gotta say, this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like this is a series where like there are like lightsaber battles and stuff like that, and. It ends the climax of this movie, which is not a climax. This doesn't have a climax um, is when Ray is like like Harry Potter holding two lightsabers as an X and like forcing her way forward. And then the emperor just like melts. And, and then the whole, place, <clears throat> all, the whole Coliseum starts being destroyed to all of the all of the thousands of other Sith are just like dead because the whole place crumbles. I. Whatever. And then, and Whatever. then for some reason, Ray's Ray dead. Why did she die? Like, I don't... Ray, well, because using the Force really kills you, <laughs> no matter what. If you use the Force, you die. So Ray made the, made the fatal mistake of using the Force, <laughs> and so she died. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know that famous Star Wars phrase, don't use the Force. Yeah. You'll die. And then and then Ben <laughs> Solo now, because he's no longer Kylo, he climbs out of the climbs pit, of the and pit. now he knows how to do Force Heal, and he does it to This, her. by the way, is the most... This sequence, people were laughing in the theater at this sequence. This is a reshoot sequence that they added into the movie. So this is like a late addition to this movie that they decided to put into this. 
Kylo Ren like climbs out of the pit, goes over to Ray, who's dead, and she's all like, you know, like in movies, how they like make people's like lips purple. They like put purple lipstick on. Oh, on she's them no. And to dead. be clear, she's like dead, dead. She's not like she's like like dead, di- like, she's like dead, dead. They make her pale and with purple lips. Not like shit. maybe like can dead. we resuscitate? But like no, like fucking yeah, dead, like, like dead. a corpse. She's a straight up a corpse. And so then Kylo Ren now has force healing, and he heals her, and she comes back to life, and she goes Ben, and then they kiss, and then he dies. Well, to be clear, he kisses her. He kisses her. I don't yeah. think it. Is it, he just goes to, for the kiss to her? I want to be clear: two people are never horning for each other at the same time in this movie. Yeah, no, 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 that would never happen. Uh, he kisses her, and then he dies, and then he disappears. Yes, and then Leia yes. disappears, and then Maz Kanata has a knowing smirk. Ah. This is where it all ends, folks. This is the end. This is the end of the Star Wars trilogy for you. Uh, is 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 that happens? I have to say, my least favorite part since I've been uh, was a child of A New Hope is when Obi Wan body disappears when Darth Vader kills him. Always been my least favorite part. Sure. They Silly they do it twice in this one for some reason. They they love it. Like they back love back. it. Kylo Ren disappearing. It's like actually the most embarrassing. It's actually the most embarrassing. <laughs> it's the most embarrassing uh, uh, scene maybe ever. Um. Anyway, uh, then we're off to the actual end of the movie. Everybody's friends. Maz Kanata gives <laughs> Chewbacca the medal that he was supposed to get in A New Hope. Maz Kanata is a thousand years old, by the way. <laughs> they say that in the first movie. She's like older than the old Republic. Yeah. Whatever. Maskinata was like nine hundred and fifty so, years old in Force. You know what Maskinata is like? Like, if you're looking at the Star Wars universe, she's kind of like. What did she do during the Empire? Like, did she work with the Empire? Like, is she like a former Nazi, Maskinata? Maskinata is like anti-union. You know, in the second movie, when they check in with her, she's like having a union issue, and she's like in a gunfight. Maskinata's fucked up. Anyway, so Maz Kanata gives Chewbacca a medal of all the stupid fucking useless things to have happen. Because he should have gotten one a long uh, and time then, ago. And then Ray goes to Tatooine. And the in the funniest sequence shot yes. in the movie, finds a little hubcap and then slides down, then sleds down sand for approximately 10 feet into Luke's uh, old home. Tatooine. She she rides her little sled down ten feet, <laughs> um, and then takes Luke and Leia's lightsabers and puts them in some kind of force hole. She does force crafting, is what she does, <laughs> and she puts the two lightsabers together and then takes out a new yellow lightsaber after doing force. Well, crafting. I, I, they don't show her taking up them apart or anything like that. She just. Ba- she just shows Bury them. them. She puts them both in a hole, and then she takes yeah, out a new one. Yeah, she already has one. Which is like she already yellow. has a new yellow lightsaber, which is... I think it's supposed to be that they're, like, fusion. It, they All the things of, like, in the spoilers and everything, they called it lightsaber fusion. Yeah, I think I think the spoilers... I mean, maybe they changed it in the... But she just has it. She just has a new one. 
She just buries yeah. one. I think it's lightsaber. No, fusion. no, she just buries the old ones and then she just pulls out her new one because showing that she still has a lightsaber because she she had she built one lightsaber. earlier off screen. Well, anyway, she's got a yellow lightsaber now. However, it was made. Uh, I believe in lightsaber <laughs> fusion, but Leslie does not believe in lightsaber fusion. Uh, and then, like, some lady is next to like a, a an alien camel and is like, "Who are you?" And Ray is like, "I'm Ray." She did this earlier in the movie too, uh, where some girl was like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Ray. I don't have a last name." And this time she's like, "What's your last name?" And she looks over, sees the ghost of Luke and Leia, brother and sister, brother and sister. And then decides Skywalker. Because they're her parents now. And they're her parents now. So she looks off and kind of imagines the idea of brother and sister Luke and Leia as her parents and says that she's a Skywalker. And there it is, folks. That's the meaning of the film, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Ray Palpatine decided to be called... Skywalker, which is now. really offensive, I have to say. You know, she's a Palpatine. I mean, look, she's a dirty fucking Palpatine. If you're gonna get into the fan bullshit about it, that we're like this person who like never had never trained as a Jedi, just was the perfect Jedi from the very beginning, was a Palpatine. Uh, the Skywalker line is yes. over, like completely. Skywalker line is ended in disgrace. Uh, except for this one Palpatine who's taken on the name. But that would even mean acknowledging that this exists at all. Uh, it doesn't. This is not real Star Wars. This isn't the story of Star Wars. Uh, and this sequel trilogy is... is um, if you didn't denounce it ahead of time, then I, I really do feel like uh, may God have mercy <laughs> on your soul. You have to live with this for the rest <laughs> of your days that you rep this as a trilogy. Um, Star Wars is dead. We said it was dead years ago. It's been dead. Um, and our our ability to, so, to see so far ahead with clear eyes exactly what was happening with Star Wars and what would happen with Star Wars was only because we were able to witness, we were able to know from the very beginning that Star Wars had, in fact, died. A lot of critics and people out there were holding on to hope because they like put something on to Last Jedi that wasn't there. Uh, but Star Wars is yeah. dead. Star Wars has been dead. Um, and the reason why this Star Wars movie is bad is the same as the reasons why every one <laughs> yeah. of these Star Wars movies has been bad. You're just now yeah. noticing. Uh, as I said, you know, I, you know, find this movie tolerable, enjoyable at times. It's, it's just as silly as you've said. It's just many ridiculous points. I laughed out loud at some of the emotional moments. But going in knowing that Star Wars is dead that the other ones don't count. They don't even count for sure. this one. They don't even count for this one. Um, I was able to get some enjoyment out of seeing this kind of weird bootleg Star Wars that they were able to get Billy D. Williams uh, somehow to be in. And that and it's fine. It's like, you know, I'm, I actually have to go back and see it with my wife. This is the only one of the, any of the Disney Star Wars that will ever that I would ever go back and watch again uh, willingly. Like I, I literally cannot sit through um, the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi or or Solo. Maybe I could have Rogue One on in the background, but this is the only one that I might ever actually in the future sit down and say, "Yeah, let me see what was going on with this again." And I th because I think ultimately. This was trying to do what they should have been doing from the start. Focus on the new characters, have the old ones be in the background, and 
it and try to tell a story uh, with them. Now they were very cowardly about this stuff. They should have killed fucking Ray, that dirty fucking Palpatine, and let Ben Solo go ahead as the as the Skywalker. But I, I mean, there's the bone and uh, and JJ and his love of these random MacGuffins. My God, what is wrong with him? How is he able to make movies and TV shows? How, he has I, no love I, for anything. This man doesn't I care even, about anything. He's a he's a mercenary. Executive. I don't even think he's it's like a, a I don't even director. think it's a care things like did, did, has he never like like gone to film school or something like this is the best he can come up with is you have to find the thing to go to the thing to get the thing. That's not a fucking like script that like adults like write usually right like that's not like how you make a movie but he keeps doing it. He does it like 15 times in this. But in spite of all that, I still was able uh, to because I'm already detached enough. I I know in my heart that Star Wars is dead. I was able to enjoy some, you know, fine young actors, you know, kind of having a good time with each other for a few minutes here and there. Yeah, I mean, I hate this movie. I hate it deeply. I think it's one of the most cynical uh, movies ever made. And I think that J.J. Abrams is one of the most cynical filmmakers ever made. Um I think that this is a Star Wars that has no imagination, and I think that that's a real travesty. Um, Here we are at the end of year four of Disney now actually releasing uh, Star Wars movies, um, and it is now Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, You know, go ahead, like go watch. Go watch yourself a like uh, a, you know, a, a theme park ride. You know, there's some big effects in there and everything like that. But it's not Star oh, yeah. Wars. This is the weatherman who bought Star yeah, it's Wars. It's not Star Wars. I think it looks a lot more like Star Wars than even the last two than The Force Awakens. Or Last does, Jedi really didn't look like Star Wars, but this one, this he like JJ does like tricks and shortcuts yes. to make it look like Star Wars because it just is desert. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like a little secret trick. It's like he didn't try no, he anything, didn't. and so it kind of looks like Star Wars. But I actually argue that it doesn't look like Star Wars. <clears throat> because you know what doesn't look like Star Wars to me? Uh, two movies in the same trilogy on a fucking uh, different yeah. desert planets. <laughs> On different desert planets. All right, so we're we're a little divided here on struggle session about uh, this film, but notice we were able to have a good, lively, spirit spirited conversation um, without getting nasty, being cruel, insulting one another. Perhaps some of you should try that sometime. All right, perhaps some of you out there should try that sometimes too. All you last yeah. Jedi lovers. Yeah. I mean, not all of them. Just right. just a few. Just a few bad. Apples, the Palpatine, there's the Palpatine very... of the Star Wars fandom. I got to be honest with you. There are some very toxic Last Jedi fans who are very reactionary about what they think a Star Wars should be like and will like viciously attack anyone who disagrees with them. And that's what they were saying about people who hated that movie. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? It's like poetry. It rhymes. That it was rhymes. Struggle Session. Have a good one. Let's
like what you hear, want to hear more, check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or strugglesession.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.